1: welcome to the Jump time afl podcast it is finals week two 2021 we are coming to you from wayne jackson studios and Rod carter studios my name is michael chamberlain and joining me is a man who has been fired as nadia Bartel social media manager it is adam rosenbachs
0: <laughs> oh god i'm embarrassed michael another I, job lost mate you know you i bounce back i think i'm i'm back <laughs> on my feet and um it's, it's been tough, like, uh, as, as you would know, we're in lockdown and the football industry has suffered, right? So I obviously work for Nadia and have done for a long time. We're very close, we go to a lot of things together. And we were saddened, Michael, our group, our, our friendship group was saddened by the fact there was no Brownlow again, you know, for the second year running, Fair there's, there's no birdcage that we're gonna get dressed up for again. Mm-hmm. And it was just downer after downer after downer. And I said to Nadia, you know what we need to offset these downers is a couple of grams of uppers. That's what <laughs> that's what we need, Nadia. And she said, but Rosie, you can't come over, mate. It's lockdown. I said, don't worry about it. Who's going to know, right? <laughs> and so we went over and we were having a little bit of fun. And I said, I've got to send this to the other girls in the group. And this is where I made the mistake. So, And it's a common mistake that I went to... Send it on WhatsApp, and I put it on Instagram. They're very close together, though. You yeah, can confuse sure. them quite you often, and so those apps. yeah, and so um,
1: the rest is history. So you're sacked again, mate. How much were how much yeah. you,
0: you getting paid for that? Because that would be a pretty busy job, I imagine, for a Nadia Bartel. It was very busy, but a lot of what I get paid in was on that plate that you saw. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's, that's, all the, that's all the payment I need to do the job. Because, you know, I love doing it, but, you know, just give me, give me a couple of grams and I'm a happy man.
1: So am I, am I right that it went up on her Instagram or did it go up on somebody else's Instagram?
0: No, it went up on the girl that she shares the tanning company with who I think my understanding is that she wanted to send it to a friend via text through the DM part of um, Instagram, Instagram and then accidentally went, oh, that's right. I didn't DM it. I put it out as a story. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, sure. Yeah. Dude. So it's gone really well, you know, and and the one thing that people loved, you know, you know what I love is remember back, um, uh, we d- we did a il- really honourable thing when Phil Hughes passed away, the cricketer got hit by the bouncer, he died, and everyone put out their bats, right, and that was a really touching thing for people to do, and now we've taken that touching tribute and we use it to mock people because everyone was putting out their plates, put out for no- plates. <laughs> <laughs> and isn't it lovely? Just as Australians, we go. That's a really touching thing. And now, let's use it for comedy. Well, I feel like we had a put out your onions. I think when
1: Tony Abbott might have got Tony the Abbott. Knife. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah.
0: There's been quite a few of the put outs, and you go. It actually came from a nice place. It was actually then,
1: really nice. are photos from yeah. all around the
0: world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, we've hijacked that. <laughs> uh, dude. Now, am I right as well that she broke
1: quarantine? Like, she wasn't meant to be. Yes, yeah, yeah. you're
0: not allowed to have people over to your house in this current climate And I I thought we'd get away with it But it looks like we're all going to be heavily fine Because I said to her Look, I went to an engagement party a couple of weeks ago and it was fine So (laughs) I said, Nadia, we're going to be okay Don't worry about it, don't stress
1: So also on top of that I hate to harp Mm. on the issue But if you have a drug dealer come over to your house Yeah Is that breaking... Well, that's breaking the law But
0: are you allowed to have a drug dealer come to the front door? Well, can I stop you there? Can't you have um, like contactless <laughs> drop-off like they do with Uber Eats? Like I mean, he just oh man, you yeah, goes, I mean, hey, it's
1: just like a delivery, isn't it? I mean, you know, yeah, like a food delivery right, or a food it's delivery. It's
0: not even a delivery. Like you go out and there's a fucking tennis ball that you didn't ask for on your <laughs> on your on your balcony, and you're like, oh, what's in this? And then this white powder falls out. And you're like, we'd better sample this on a plate. I'd better get sure, some friends sure. round, and case. you kind of have to throw like.
1: Um, six $50 notes Just off your balcony <laughs> Someone will catch them <laughs>
0: Just in case Just, in just case. pass by We'll just catch them yeah, It's a lucky <laughs> day <laughs> Yeah it's like for like You know <laughs> <laughs> You win some You lose some Ah, oh, dude
1: Okay Let's chill Our grand final show Adam A grand final show With the guys from Two Guys One Cup Will and Charlie Going to be happening The day after the grand final Which I think is the 26th I think it might be that is correct. There we go. Uh, four o'clock. Uh, get your tickets at trybooking.com. Just type in junk time or two guys one cup. The numbers, not the letters, not the words. It's gonna be, a, and we're gonna have special guests. Um, yeah, you
0: know, supporters of the two teams that are gonna make it.
1: Who is gonna make it, Adam? Who is gonna? So make we're down.
0: It? We're down to the final four. So obviously we've got uh, Geelong and Melbourne now playing. Um, what should be, you know, in their final round. Uh, game it was an absolute cracker where Geelong were what seven goals up and then Melbourne came back and won after the siren. So yeah. it's it's weird with Geelong, isn't it? You just can't get a fucking read on this team. I can't imagine what it would be like to be a supporter. Well, they're probably pretty happy they're not Carlton supporters. Well, no, everyone's happy they're not a Carlton supporter, <laughs> so you can't you can't even bring that up. That's just ridiculous. But you know they were they were so poor the week before, and then they were they were solid against the Giants without being you know. Brilliant, because the Giants had a lot of outs. But yeah. you just go into it if you're a Geelong supporter, this is Melbourne's to lose. Oh boy! And then Port and the doggies.
1: You kind of figure how, how good
0: are, was last night's semi
1: final? Well, you kind of figure these are the these are the these are the prelims we we're most likely going to get all year, weren't we? These are the Yeah, top I guess 14s. so. Yeah,
0: because yeah, because Brisbane just got into the. Um, into the top four at the expense of Brisbane. And then, you know, it was a fucking cracking game. Yeah, dude, last night. Yeah, it was amazing. Were you hoping for extra time? That's what I was Absolutely. hoping for. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. we, we haven't seen it, like, um, since... Is it 94? Is that the only time we've had no, extra had, time?
1: Uh, 94 Hawthorne North. And then we had um, uh, Geelong... Uh, sorry, Pies and Eagles in 07.
0: Oh, no. And then wasn't there another one with uh, Port Adelaide Port, where Luke Shuey kicked the And that was actually goal. a final. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Oh yeah, that's right Because extra time only happens in finals (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, it was Oh fuck, what a great game It was just It it was Awesome I loved it And how good is it Just seeing it with a massive crowd It was fucking great Yeah, yeah
1: Have you seen um, footage of college games? Uh, Over the weekend? Yeah,
0: yeah it's going crazy. It looks there?
1: amazing. Yeah, seventy thousand people, and they bring back all the traditions and all the jumping up and down and stuff like that. It's um quite incredible.
0: Now I always get uh, concerned because there was one I watched. I think it might have been Wisconsin where they play jump around before yeah. the uh, the house Payne one. And I'm always concerned when you hit a grandstand and there's you know eighty thousand people just jumping. I'm always that's good structural engineering. I'm always impressed. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, you
1: you um, see the same thing like in you know South American football. And they're, like, mm. yeah, they're just going absolutely crazy, and you go, "Ah, oh, hope they, hope they, hope they went the extra distance in pain for that stadium." <laughs> yes, <laughs> that, yeah, hope yeah. they're not mixing the uh, cement with the
0: sand. So, so, <laughs> <laughs> so it's great that we've got uh, the prelims next week, and and now we've got the announcement that the grand final is going to be in WA. Are you excited about that, Michael? Has Mark oh, McGowan yeah. given you enough confidence that it's going to happen?
1: I think it'd be really cool, and also kind of, it's a great stadium. Kind of, well. Yeah, it looks a great stadium, and then come night time
0: when it can get lit up and all that kind of stuff. I'm actually looking, looking forward to it. Are we having? What are any your thoughts though on the um uh the protocols that saw Zach Sprawl who dislocated his shoulder at the end or during the game on Friday night, and he couldn't go to hospital for an hour because they had to clear him through um COVID protocols.
1: No way, no way. Yeah,
0: so he he was on the green whistle. Love the green whistle. If you can get your hands on one, kids, get on it. Um. I think Nadia and Bartel had one. at that <laughs> <laughs> And um, basically, he couldn't leave the ground because they were like, well, we don't know what's supposed to happen because, you know, they, these are dirty clubs and no one from the club could go with him, which they normally do. Luckily, um, it was just a dislocated shoulder and, you know, his, like, head hadn't come off. Yeah, In sure. which case, you, you don't want to be – if your head's come off, you don't want to be stuck at the ground for an hour.
1: Now, we're recording about midday on Sunday the 5th. Uh, have mm. we heard anything about Bond?
0: Uh, no, there's been no – I was reading uh, Luke Beveridge said that they won't be able to get his scans done until they either get back to Tassie or go to Perth. So they're on the move straight away, the doggies. So okay. he's probably just up in the air in pain at the moment, just going, this can't be good. Because there was talking talk in the coverage It was a PCL, which is not as bad
1: as an ACL, but... Would it's not, but it's also not playing this week if it is a PCL. Yeah.
0: And then you've got uh, Cody Waitman who's got a miss because of um, concussion protocol. So it's going to be a few changes there, a few big changes too. Yeah,
1: yeah. Who, who do you, okay, who do you reckon comes out? Tips? Geelong, Melbourne, Port, Dogs?
0: I think we're getting a Melbourne-Port Adelaide grand final. Yeah, I think you might be right. I think you might yeah. be right. No, no, don't think, mate. Um, I just said it and therefore it's fact.
1: There's one very special person who will not be at the grand final, Adam. were you sad to hear the news about this uh, uh, very keen Collingwood supporter. <laughs> yeah, why <laughs> he does he, he want to go? He doesn't membership. <laughs>
0: <laughs> why does he want to go? His team's not even in the grand final. He should just be, he should be excited about the team that he barracks for. Announced a new coach this week. Um, and the team that he barracks for, their president is stepping down in a year and a half. So there's stability all around his team. Why the fuck does he want to go to Perth? Well, I think, I think
1: everyone else has kind of got in, except mm.
0: for him. Now, he really yeah. he didn't give an actual kind of reason. Um, so this is Eddie Maguire we're talking about, in case you haven't picked up our yeah, cryptic kind of <laughs> Yeah,
1: but every other journalist seems to have got in, but he hasn't. Now, I, there seems to be some speculation that mm. he was trying to get his sons in as well.
0: Yeah, so basically what had happened was I don't think he's a part of the uh, Fox overall coverage, so he wasn't on that list he's not on an afl list and so he had to get himself over there somehow if he wanted to be a part of the grand final and so the way he's done it is he's put together this great package of entertainment ideas for perth like he was going to film millionaire hot seat in perth now can you imagine how fucking crazy wa like to get millionaire hot seat and the grand final i, mean, I don't reckon they can handle that i,
1: I think you'd air hot seat for like three, you know, do like five episodes on a Saturday, like yeah. instead of the grand final. Like, I think well, the people instead, have of,
0: in, instead of your grand final entertainment, you've got a pre match uh, millionaire hot seat on the ground. How fucking good's that? Do the
1: grand final parade, but it's Eddie walking mm. up to
0: cars asking yeah. questions to win money
1: yeah. for the players. Like, it's. it's but he, he talked about, yeah, he wanted to do a hot seat, he wanted to do classified. He said he wanted to do a grand final show like the old days. Oh, Yeah. Has
0: anyone told him that (laughs) that it's not on anymore? Yeah, and he said that uh, he was he was going to go over, and this is the phrase that I love. He was going to go over there uh, as a part of all the packaging. He was going to work for Tourism WA. He was going to bring hot seat over, and he was just there, as he put it, to bring the fizz. I'll bring the fizz. (laughs) He brings the fizz and he was saying, this would be the first time in 45 years I haven't been to a grand final. And he was basically saying that it needs him. Because if you remember, right, so he's been there since 76. In 75, when North Melbourne won the grand final, that was the most fizzless grand final on yeah. record. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't until Eddie came in 76 that the VFL then just went, something's changed.
1: It's what my dad was saying during the week. um, Because he's been to all the Grand Finals (laughs) since about 1940, I think, 1950, I think. And um, apart from last year, obviously. um, And he said there was a distinct change to the crowd come 76, where he said he just walked in and he was like, this feels different. This feels better. It feels (laughs) fizzier.
0: And now, no, fucking, Because remember, Eddie, last year, he went to the Gabba as well. And remember, if you uh, can cast your mind back to last year, There was that photo of Eddie at the Pink Flamingo with um, two drunken patrons and he got his photo done and everyone was like, if you go into Brisbane, it's not there. You're not there for a fucking party. And he was at the Pink Flamingo on the Gold Coast. And Eddie said that he was just uh, doing reconnaissance to see what venues were like in the local area in case they wanted to, you know, post-game parties sort of thing. Yeah, That's the kind of – to the nth degree this guy goes, Michael. Fuck, man. He's – than like if he got into perth if he got into perth he would have been willing to go to the free to the uh, little creatures brewery just to see what it was going to be like if it was fizzy enough for patrons to go there and watch the grand final long grand final day
1: dude he would have headed into the metro nightclub for certain and the place oh, would have picked up the energy even the bikies they would have started firing guns in the air <laughs> going the fizz is
0: here <laughs> yeah. that should be his nickname the fizz yeah, uh, no, I think, I think at the Metro Nightclub, the fizz is already there. Um, <laughs> yeah, they ha- they're, they're putting out their plates there, I imagine. <laughs> yes, definitely. But um, he also, and what I love, it came out in the article, that he since denied, but he put uh, his kids, uh, were listed initially as well, because he said they're uh, producers at a, uh, at a media production company. Now, I just wonder, they didn't name the media production company, but I wonder, just humour me, could it be, and I, I'm probably wrong, but could it be the production company that Eddie Maguire owns? <laughs> Just uh, do you reckon? Like, is, that, is uh, I'm being crazy, aren't I? He wouldn't do that. No, no, he would be, it'd be all above yeah. board, mate. I Absolutely. Mean, I mean, he. I, I went to the website of uh, Jam TV uh, that uh, that he runs, and uh, his dog is CEO, and that's going to the grand final as well. So, uh-huh. it's, I, um, it's a great family business. I actually met. Uh, one of Eddie's kids
1: a few years ago did a bit of work with him and I was actually Mm -hmm. heartened at what a good bloke he was yeah okay I was like oh that's a sign of someone that they've raised a good parent I mean they've raised a a, a good child I don't know where your mum and dad went wrong but I was like that's a I was kind of like oh you're not a douche you're a good bloke he was just kind of a shy kind of you know first year uni student kind of just very nice yeah
0: I guess you would probably keep your head down just because your dad's fucking you know Bananas (laughs) Bananas
1: <laughs> Imagine if he dad's bananas That'd be fucking weird Wouldn't it <laughs> <laughs> Just going Jeez Dad's a fucking <laughs> Dad's a bit
0: Dad's a bit different Dad's a bit fizzier Than other dads Yeah he is a little fizzy. Like yeah Like uh, well I mean, you know, uh, John Elliott's son, Tom, is on 3AW, but there must have been times when he was a you know, young fellow just going, oh, fucking hell, Dad, do you need to say that? Yeah. You know, yeah. Jeff Kennett's kids, they must. Like, Angus, he was a, he was a model for a little while, and he's I sort of p- slunk into the background. I did a play with Jeff Kennett's kid years and years ago. Mm. can't remember his
1: name now. Angus, That's wasn't a, it? No, there's a couple of them, I think. Oh, right. But, uh, yeah, I did a play with him. Actually, Jeff came to the play. What play was it? Uh... I actually can't remember. It was like... Les Mis? No, no. It was like a... A friend kind of brought me into it. It was like a kind of... Just a short
0: 20, 30 minute play. When were you a thespian? I didn't know this. Uh, you had this string on your bow. I
1: mean, I've acted And why now, wasn't man. I
0: there? No, I don't, think the I, knew, I don't think I knew you.
1: I don't think actually don't think I'd started comedy by then. Some, you <coughs> you? Some would say I haven't. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. hey, hey. Uh, you still haven't. Hey. <laughs> But uh yeah, it was with with a Kenneth Kid and Jeff did come, I remember that. Yeah. And then he uh he fired
0: the director. <laughs> 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 and, uh, he had a succession, had a plan, succession plan in line for the plan. director. <laughs> hey, now I need to pull you up on something. Whoa. Uh, we spoke last week we spoke last week about uh the Toby Green Cash Converters ad. And you acted as though it was a revelation that I had done such things. And, you know, in the back of your head when you're like, fuck, I thought we'd talked about this. And I thought maybe we'd spoken about it off air and had decided, oh, but probably not for air. But I had spoken about the fact that I wrote the Christian Petrarca Cash Converters ad as well. And you had just chosen to ignore what I had said. I have a vague memory of We
1: We did get a tweet during the week from someone saying, Mm. surely we talked about it. I have a ma- a, ve- a vague memory of talking about some unseen Petrarca filming the ad in you know, a football in real life, but I have yes, no memory. Yeah, and we
0: talked about it then. Yeah, I have it, no memory it just seems of you to me that you, Yeah, you don't care about things that I say. I'm just starting to pick up that vibe after six years now.
1: Well, I mean, are you, are you really uh, are you really dropping down the cash converters? Ad as like a, you know, this is something we really need to talk about. And you, I mean, are you putting that on your IMDb? <laughs> that you write the cash converters. I mean, at.
0: I don't add to my IMDb. But if uh, if anyone wants to start up a Wikipedia page for me as the cash converters, uh, you know, copywriter, do you have a Wikipedia do. page? You know what? I actually clicked through to it recently because I was listed. I think I went down a wormhole of footy show stuff. And no, I don't. Yeah, okay. Is the short you.
1: answer. Do you? I, did, I do. I do. I don't know who made it up though. I've had one for years and years and years.
0: But I don't know who put it up there. I'm i I was fascinated by that because I my IMD page is fairly up to date and I don't do that so I've got no idea who updates that yeah for sure
1: actually that's, that's a really good question but I had a friend a few years ago well actually a long time ago, about eight years ago and she had she got a Wikipedia page and she was quite happy about it she was a bit kind of too yep. excited like kind of almost like I'm now legit I was like I've mm, made it really? it's like
0: the blue tick on Twitter
1: but you had to kind of jump through a few hoops to kind of prove. Who you were, so she kind of wrote her own, Um, and I was like, I I had no idea that you had to be kind of official, I suppose, in a way. Yeah, right. Yeah, someone just came up with mine, or just put it up, and I I haven't looked at it, but I do remember Clawson and I, two guys, one cup, Charlie Clawson. We both graffitied each other's page one night, and it was this exact same kind of joke. (laughs) It was about. It was like almost like a two
0: girls, one cup reference. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we're ahead of our time. You were ahead of your time. Hey, the other ad that I want to talk about that I've seen a lot over the footy coverage is, and it's a great ad. It's the the uh, I think it's for Google. And it's the uh, young African uh, girl uh, okay. who's taking up footy. Okay, where are you going with this one? Eh? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, it's actually a really nice ad. So it is. It's uh, a really nice uh, ad. Obviously, they don't know much about footy and the dad Google stuff, you know, uh, one of the because he's like, how do you handle? Where do I get a footy from? And the, the young girl learns, and she, then she kicks a goal. And someone says to the dad at one point, "Your daughter's playing a blinder," and he says to Google, "Hey Google, what is What's a blinder? blinder?" That kind of thing. And I just I, I think it's a really lovely ad, and I'd love to. I wish that kind of ad existed for like when I was a young boy. Like just my dad going to, "Hey Google, what is a soft cock?" <laughs> <laughs> hey Google, what is a lurker? <laughs> <laughs> What's a receiver? <laughs> Also, <laughs> though, and this doesn't make me happy about it, it's a, it's a lovely ad, she kicks a goal, but it's a fucking Joe the Goose. Like, at least have her taken a pack mark, you know, in the at fucking in the goal square. She gets a handball over the top. I mean, fucking hell. That Come is on, Google.
1: That is one thing I did notice in the ad, in that they could have made it that she was, you know, 35 out on an angle. But she kind yeah. of, uh, uh, she's in a square, surely. Nah, to kick that goal It's a fucking It's an easy goal yeah, I it mean if, that, if
0: that's going to be Yeah if if that's going to be a career I don't think she's got A lot of footy ahead of her But having said that It's a lovely Well, I mean she could know, have been hey, Walking back with her dad afterwards And he'd be like You know
1: he played well Had a blinder Yeah But yeah. come on Come on mate Yeah, yeah Taking what, <laughs> what is a Joe the Goose What is a Joe the Goose
0: <laughs> uh, it's all happening down at Carlton. Uh, we're still on the hunt for a uh, football club, uh, for a football coach. So that's no, no why you, well, d- you spoke correctly. for a football, football club, club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So now Ross Lyon has pulled out because he doesn't want to jump through hoops. So, okay, so they got rid of Teague.
1: Was that last week mm. or this week? That was last week. Last week, yep. Okay. Clarko doesn't want to do it because he didn't like the way they treated Teague, but Carlton
0: still think they're in a chance to get Clarko. See, the thing is, right? What I reckons happened, and obviously that you know, that has played out. Clarko reckons he'll coach again in twenty twenty three. Now, this is where if Carlton had played it smart, they keep Teague for another year. Yep, and perfectly go into transition where Clarko's had his year off and he's keen to come back. And now, you, what what we essentially need is a half decent coach to coach us for a year to get us to eighth, lose a final, then get Clarko. And are there any other candidates been talked about? Uh, so, surprisingly, I've heard Chris Scott's name mentioned. Yeah, okay. Cameron's been talking about Chris Scott a lot, kind of yeah. maybe going to other clubs. Yeah. And it's like, because okay. Because Carlton kind of, they, they've kind of painted themselves into a corner because they said, we want an experienced coach this time. Yeah. And yet two of them are out of the running. One's pulled himself out of the running because... Rossline basically had the job, and then Carlton came out and said, "Oh, we've got a selection committee, and we're going to take thirty to forty-five days." And he was like, oh, "Fuck that! I'm not doing that." Because you know what? Apparently, he really likes doing what he's doing, and that's being a real estate agent at the moment. He mentions that occasionally when he's on classified. And then Chris Scott, okay, Vossy, Mark Williams. Uh, Vossy's name has been mentioned, but I know for a fact they haven't spoken to him. I Brad think lepers, Scott is another one. I think Lepper's um, stocks have gone fantastically this year with his work in the media yeah but I also think that he's going to be alongside Craig McCrae at Collingwood who is of course their new coach uh, okay gotcha yeah but didn't Lepper also
1: get out of Richmond because he wanted to focus on business so maybe it's not you know a full-time job maybe it could just be like a mentor kind of role
0: yeah so we have painted ourselves into a corner by saying we want an experienced coach but that kind of if you know if Brad Scott says no and then it's sort of Vossy Lepper. You know, guys who didn't have great success in their first yeah. iteration, Mark Neal, you know, all the grades, <laughs> Peter Rhodes. Where do, you, where do they go to? Like, an Adam Kingsley is obviously next cab off the rank, but we've kind of just said, hey, we don't want that. So do you go a young coach with an experienced sidekick, kind of like, you know, or do you have like a Paul Ruse into a fucking succession plan instantly? You know? Yeah, sure, sure. Um,
1: it sounds like you're completely fucked, and <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. You've
0: cocked this up entirely. Carlton? Couldn't have been couldn't have been done worse. Dude. Could not you know what? If you had a said, if the review came out and said, Make your transition to the new coach as fucked as you can, yep. they would be so proud of what Carlton are doing right now.
1: Now, Craig McRae got the job at Collingwood, so we didn't hear a great deal about other people who applied or or approached. I think they ended up having a list of about 70 or so people that they wanted to talk to. Yes,
0: that they kind of whittled down. I think think Kingsley was kind of down to it. Is it Jamie Graham at West Coast is also one who's um, touted as being kind of a a coach-in-waiting sort of thing? Yeah, okay, gotcha. Um,
1: Don't know much about Craig McRae apart from, obviously, Three Flags with the Bears... Um, and another Hawthorne coach taken. I think we're up to about yes. seven now.
0: Yeah, no, who quite are they? You Let me write them down. He also, they, let's not. He also um, uh, worked at the Melbourne Storm for a year as their kicking coach. Okay, gotcha.
1: Yeah, they do over. So what do now you reckon there.
0: he brings? What do you reckon he brings from that? Like, I know that because uh, Billy Slater was at St Kilda for a little bit. But what do you reckon? Like f- tactical wise, you you go, we're not using him for anything like that. So you, you just go, is it about culture? Obviously, he was the kicking coach. So, but there's not. There's only like three blokes who kick on a uh, rugby team, isn't there? Two blokes?
1: Dude, you can do worse than hanging out with the Melbourne Storm just to learn from them. Like, I, mm. you look at their record. I think it's 22 years and they've missed the finals once. They're going to finish on top or they have finished on top again. Mm. They, uh, they could very much make the argument for being one of the best franchises in the world.
0: Yeah, that would be up there. And maybe, there you go, should Carlton look at getting Craig Bellamy in as coach i think that would be one of the foolish things (laughs) you could possibly do
1: (laughs) (laughs) so i'm all for it it. actually i wonder if bellamy could coach an afl team i wonder if the if the the skills crossover in
0: terms of you know uh tactics or you know how to you'd you'd want to have really good assistants who know the game wouldn't you
1: well i mean there's this um american coach He's a foo- um, US American football coach, and he's coaching a um, English football team. Oh, he's really? A, yeah, he's got a moustache. Hey, is that right? It's a very funny. Guy. Is there
0: like a is there a doco about him?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a docker on Apple about him. Okay. I think they've done two series. <laughs> okay. Is it, uh, is his name Edward? Yeah, Edward Lasso. I haven't watched it, so I don't do any spoilers. I got to watch yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. Have you got an Apple account? Can I have that?
0: Have can I have your login? Absolutely, you can. Hey, uh, some footballers in real life, man. Oh, yeah, but before we get to the footballers in real life, let us us take down what I would have said were friends of the show, but clearly no longer. Um, The Andy and Bob show on SEN have fucking just absolutely stolen one of the junk time staples. So they have footballers in how would you put it well it says here bob in bob's tweet he says uh, fridays are all about footballers doing dull things now yeah. if that's not footballers in real life you i mean seriously murphy you're fucking you're gone down the wrong path here you don't want to start trouble with junk time i'll tell you what i, I was listening to their show the other day they called mm. every caller
1: a low dog cunt
0: and i was like hey that's ours. that is ours Get your own and you know how hard that is to do on live radio when you're going into delay constantly? <laughs> like when there's a dump button and going, Oh, that didn't go to where? Well we'll go, we'll do it again. You're it a low dog, it went again.
1: It feels like every day Bob comes on and talks about how he's lost another job and I go,
0: like, mate, that is our mate. shtick. That is our shtick. Yeah. If they say Gatorade Bukanki, I (laughs) am going to tear down those fucking studios and everyone in it. So, Junk Timers, if you don't mind, if you ever see them uh, posting about it, let them know that they are not the originators of such an idea. It would be fucking fun to get in their kitchen. They also did a debate about salt and chicken salt. Uh, Did they? I mean, for fuck's sake, get your own ideas, Andy and Bob.
1: Uh, From Janice. A couple of weekends ago, while I was taking my lockdown exercise around my suburb, which will remain nameless for fear of being publicly shamed as bougie, I came upon the rare sight of a family playing in the street circa 1960s. Uh, there on the quiet street was a chalk-drawn four-square court, or is it down ball? Not too sure. And playing with his dad, in brackets, with a dad bod, a trendy influencer right. girlfriend, and Ooh. young offspring. The dad bod belonged to Daisy Thomas. How refreshing to see it. Old school games, get another look in. Uh, would have made my day if I can only just hear
0: car. Love it, love it. You know what, I grew up in a, um, a dead end street, so we could play cricket for fucking hours without having to move the stumps.
1: It actually made me think about where I would have played. We had a park not too far, so my brother and I would go up and have a kick up there, It's just a small park, but we wouldn't have played on the main road. There was a back street where, yeah, maybe we did have a kick or... Mm, but i think we're more of yard cricketers we had, yeah, about okay. a, th- we had about a sense i remember once hitting a patch, uh, hitting a, a hook shot
0: in. into the um because i was left-handed it always ended up in the um house a few doors down and the grumpy old prick who lived there he said you can have your ball back if you stop playing so i just oh. went and got another ball bo- i just went and got another ball and then he didn't like that and he went down and told mum about it how are you um a left-handed a cricketer Right uh handed. yeah no idea no yeah. idea i'm right-handed with everything else yeah play golf right anyway uh no left-handed left-handed yeah well i'm a yeah, bit like you though because I, 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 s- I bat right-handed i'm lefty and you're left-handed aren't you yeah yeah but i think that's what about when you this is this is interesting what about when you snowboard because you're a cool dude
1: uh yeah no i snowboard a lot yeah I, yeah <laughs> you probably can tell from <laughs> yep, yep from my, my, my hoodie um but I feel like I bat right-handed by the fact that, I think the story goes that my brother told me to bat properly. I went to bat
0: left-handed. Oh, okay. He was like, bat properly. Well, and so right. I just kind
1: of learnt to bat right-handed. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's why I hate uh, the the game of field hockey. Because all the sticks are right-handed. I couldn't fucking play it.
1: Yeah, no, you missed out on an Olympic career.
0: Yeah, I know.
1: I know. From Kelly, on my walk. And spotted Dyson Hebble at Dank Street. Oh, uh, Albert I'd Park. Stay away from there. <laughs> what, getting a jab? Yeah. <laughs> uh, with dogs and two other guys looking fresh. Um uh on a lazy Tuesday, post final's lost. Nah. Uh, uh, unmasked drinking his latte and some foam caught in his stubble. That's kind of that's the kind of detail we want. Dank's straight. Fucking hell. That's a blast of the past, eh, hey? Danky. What's he up to now, yeah. do you reckon? What's he up to? Like how do, how does someone like him like Philly's day?
0: You know, you think you about it like that. I, I, I reckon there's enough people out there.
1: Ah, uh, good point. Yeah.
0: <laughs> who go, hey, mate, I need a certain thing for a certain thing. And he goes, done. Prescription yeah, pad. Sure. Here you go. Yeah. You <laughs> Take care of you champ. You got it. Do you reckon it would be tough there? Because um, Kelly said that um, obviously there's no home base Mad Monday in her letter to him. It would be disappointing as a player that you don't get to kind of have that moment, that you don't get that day where you're just like, let's. Bond as a team that, you know, the season ended and, you know, because it is, it's a rite of passage, you know. Sure, For some sure. of them get a little bit too far. You might strap on a dildo, whatever it is. I
1: think about But it is um, a
0: moment that you need to do.
1: I think about the costume shops that have already had a tough ah, two years. that's And they're going to miss
0: out on all that footballer business. Yeah. Yeah, they, they've got, they've got um, you know, uh, Luigi and Mario that can only fit a six-foot-four man. Who else is going to be wearing yeah,
1: that? They've got Borat mankinis that <laughs> haven't been worn in years. That's fucking... Austin that's Powers <laughs> costumes. Yeah. They've got, they've got so put many... Your, yeah, <laughs> put out your fake teeth. Put out your mankinis. <laughs> uh, from Guy. Uh, I was at my part-time job pumping petrol in Scarborough Beach Road. When West Coast and Collingwood played the drawn grand final at Waverley, that was 31 years ago, and I've come to I've come a long way since then, graduating from high school and living the life of a wage slave ever since, successfully avoiding the good many opportunities that have come in my way in order to bounce from one dead dead end job to another.
0: That was cry <laughs> <private> for help! <laughs> Thanks Guy.
1: Enough about me though. Let's go back to that day, 31 years ago. Wow, retro football in real life. Uh, yeah. Finally, after uh, shortly after the final siren, when promising young Eagles fringe player Tony. don't remember tony uh drove into the servo uh he got out of his car probably with the intention of pumping the petrol himself as it was already a rarity in 1990 to have someone serving at the bowser i reassured him that rather than a local scallywag i was a legit bowser boy and that i would be happy to serve him if memory serves correct he asked me to fill up the tank you know i
0: used to do that i was a bowser boy for a bit were you really yeah there was a servo around the corner from me and i just did it for some pocket money it was fun it's kind of funny how that
1: that uh, out. just yeah just doesn't happen anymore. I mean, I remember you know mum and dad pulling
0: in and someone coming out and filling up the tank. Yeah, one of my uh, memories of that is the guy coming out. He came out of the um, the mechanic shop, so it wasn't like because remember they were always attached to a mechanic back then as well. Mm-hmm. And the guy came wandering out and he filled up the car next to us, but he still had a dart in his mouth while <laughs> he was filling up. <laughs>
1: Uh, After confirming that he was indeed who I thought he was, we had a quick chat about the result. Although, to be honest, I think I chatted with every customer that day about the result. He was uh, playing for Claremont against Swan Districts the next day, so I wished him the best for the game, telling him that I liked his style of play. Tough, not dirty, defender, who could always be creative. Uh, And that I hoped he would make the Eagles team the following week. I finished filling up his tank, carefully put the cap back on, as I was meticulous about that, and warmly sent him on his way. Uh, he actually did play for the Eagles a couple of weeks later in their first finals win and managed to get in their prelim loss against uh, Essendon. Uh, unfortunately, his burgeoning West Coast career sputtered out the next year due to injury and he was traded to Sydney uh, after that, where injury hit again after only five games. Tony
0: Begovic. Well, there you go. Top that, fucking Bob and Andy. Get You get a story from 31 years ago. I bet you fucking don't. Let me just look up Tony Begovic in um. Afield Thank tables. you for that guy. It's one of those names, though, like Begovic. You'd think you would remember if he, you know, had kind of flooded across our radar. So
1: he ended up playing uh, fourteen games. So nine for the Eagles in nineteen ninety, and then five for the Swans in ninety three. So he did have a big patch of injury or played in the waffle. Uh, well, we, we wish you well, Tony. Two, two goals, goals. and. AFL Tables. It also mentions that he um, got served by Guy at a, um, <laughs> a service station in 1990. Where'd he play played that? Uh, he played the semi-final. He played the prelim in 1990.
0: Anyway, had a good go. Hey, junk Timers, don't forget we're at the uh, Grand Final live show on Sunday, the 26th of September. Go to trybooking.com to get your tickets. When we're going to hit the road. We're at Junk Timers for Butter, Gmail, Twitter, Facebook and the Grand. Girl. Oh, be careful on the gram Be careful on the ground.
1: We Brisbane band had to start from scratch. We fight real hard to win every.
0: We're the half on bummer from Windy Hill. We're the toughest, we're the team we're gonna kill. Listen up, guys, cause Richmond's here, and we're the only team that you should fear. The black and gold ain't where it's at. The blues are the team that'll knock them all flat. Stop your boasting, the saints have arrived. You'll all be sorry when we make the five. Y'all may be tough, but have no fear. It's Collingwood's turn for the flag this year.